uh, I don't even know how to how to talk about it. Uh, I, I I can I can say things. <laughs> yeah. we, so we were we were going to do a podcast on music covers and just argue about what makes a music cover good and talk about different music covers. And then Tuesday night, my brother, my only sibling died in a motorcycle accident. And uh, so we thought it'd be pretty tacky to just make a podcast about music covers. So instead, we're doing an episode on loss and grief and just improvising it entirely. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot of that. I mean, it's been a tough week for uh, the nation. Yeah, obviously. Particularly for you. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the the shooting in Texas is on everybody's minds as well, um, which makes this extra topical. Yeah, and I don't know. Well, anybody listening knows. But uh, this week, I guess, in case this is ever dated for somebody, this week, uh, a shooter in Texas killed 19 children in a uh, grade school. Yeah. Which is fucking terrible. Um, you know, uh, anybody with kids, obviously those parents devastated, but I think anybody with, um, anybody with kids, uh, also devastated. Uh, it's just one of the scariest things. You know, I remember when, um, when, um, the first time me and my now ex-wife put our son on the bus for the first time. And it was like the first time in our lives we had let him go, you know, um, put him out into the world and just kind of like, he's in somebody else's care. He was always with one of us or somebody that's close to us. And there's, it's, you put a lot of trust in the world to take care of your kid when you send them to school. And it's just fucking emotional. Like it's a scary thing. Yeah. And realize that that's not infallible. That's not, you're not just, there's no automatic protection. Not everybody in the world uh, looks at kids, I guess. That's one of the worst parts of life is that you can't control those things. You can't do anything to rectify those things, even with children. Like my, my brother was 28 years old and, Obviously, my parents are devastated. I'm devastated. Like, they they still, they're having to deal with how to process their child's remains, and no one should ever do that. But when it's an eight-year-old who, you know, literally doesn't, hasn't had enough time to do anything wrong, like, just so innocent. Yeah, and uh, vulnerable there's a vulnerability to kids that I think is just universally, well, almost universally appreciated, you know, yeah. and people's instincts generally are to uh, protect kids for that reason. Even kids you don't know. Um, yeah. It's, it's fucking so tragic and it's tight. Ty- it's tiresome, you know, just how many, how many times we're experiencing it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's I we don't I know we don't have a lot to say about it that you're not going to hear somewhere else. And we're not here to try to fix the problem or propose solutions. And 
as much as I'd like to shit on solutions I hear, uh, you know, touted by people that I don't even know are being genuine about it. I don't know that that's our MO today anyways. So yeah, I don't know. I guess that's it. This is about grieving for anyone grieving. Yeah. I, uh, I know we've talked about this before, but I remember, um, uh, one of the co-creators of the Freakonomics book, Stephen Levitt, I remember he was on the Freakonomics podcast and he, he mentioned how he lost a, a child. Like, I don't know how old the child was, but like, uh, you know, under 10 years old. And he said that that made him loosen up a lot in life because he realized that he couldn't, he couldn't even keep his child from dying. Like no matter everything he did to protect his kids and give them everything. And obviously, you know, dude co-wrote Freakonomics, like he was well off and the kid just died. He still couldn't prevent it. Yeah. That's kind of the crux of it. There's nothing you can do. You're completely helpless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't do anything to stop uh I mean, I you know, tragedies obviously. Like yeah. 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 That's But even implied. even I mean it, it all comes to an end for everybody. Right. Even on you know, more loose loose look at it. Uh So, fuck. It's a it's a hard subject to talk about. Yeah, man, uh, this it is. is. This is. Well, I don't want to like pry, but like you're kind of in the middle of it. How have yeah. you been doing? I I've been doing pretty well. A lot better than I thought I'd be doing today. Today's the first day that I haven't broke down sobbing. I think maybe I cried a little bit earlier, but like, that's pretty good, really. Yeah, um, less than a week. I yeah, we're recording Friday night. He passed Tuesday night. Yeah, it's just a few days. I was, I was still sobbing every day after my dad passed for, for that was probably fucking weeks. Man, it's hard, but I always just think like this is what I thought when my grandmother passed too, like they wouldn't want you to grieve. Like they wouldn't want you to continually be sad and just dwell on all the what ifs and think about how but, you could have saved them or but you how still you do could have handled situations. But of course you do. I mean, yeah, I do. I still think about it now. Um, my dad passed from pancreatic cancer just under, I guess maybe a year and a half ago. And um, I don't know. People don't talk about this. Maybe this is good to talk about in case anybody out there has floating poop. Um, if your shit floats, like not here and there, but like on the regular, you should probably go get, uh, go let your doctor know and get checked out. Cause, uh, there's something about the way your, I don't know, your pancreas processes fats. I don't, I'm not going to pretend to know how it works but it can be a sign of your pancreas acting funny, which can be a sign of pancreatic cancer, which is a type of cancer that you normally don't know that you have. 
until it's somewhere else because you don't yeah. feel it. Um, but yeah, that was one of those things. I remember we found out, um, that like I was talking to my dad, you were sitting at a campfire and he was we were talking about his cancer. And, um, I asked him if his, if his shit had been floating and he's like, yeah, for like a couple years. And it was like, it was devastating to realize that I'd spent 700 days me knowing that this was a symptom of pancreatic cancer, at least potentially, and him knowing that his shit floated. And in all the conversations we'd ever had, if I'd have mentioned it once, you know, uh, it's like this thing that you, it's so silly. It's kind of silly to think to let that dominate my thoughts. But like, there was a long period of time where I thought about it all the time. Like just how unlucky to had (laughs) in all our conversations about, just anything never having had that come up oh, was yeah, like man. it bugs you more than it should when i say yeah. it now it sounds so silly but like, <laughs> but like you think about it it's like i just want my dad back and like yep. one one fucking sentence could have maybe you could have caught it when it was stage three years you know yeah i don't know that's stage. just where our brain goes you want to fix everything and you can't fix it you know i know you and i were talking about that yeah. With your brother the other night, um, you know, yeah, we've, it's something we've we've even, you and I have talked about him before. Yeah. I'm just like, but there's only so much you can do. You know, it just doesn't work that way. He was, um, he was supposed to go mountain biking on Tuesday, and then his work kept both him and the guy he was going to go mountain biking with late. So he didn't go m- mountain biking. He was supposed to meet, um, the mother of his children who he was like friends with still, but no longer dating. He was supposed to meet her to go to a farmer's market, but uh, her kids were sick. One of which is his kid as well. So they didn't do that. Like there's so many of those. What ifs every, I think every single one of us who is, was close to my brother has thought about, just the one little thing we could have done to maybe make him not get on that motorcycle and speed and crash. Yeah. But fucking anything, man. Like you said, when we opened up the conversation is like, there's only so much you control and it's never going to be everything. Yeah. It just sucks, man. It makes you think about it. Like, even there was a... He was watching the Giants game with his friend that night. And um, they were watching the game. And I realized that because his accident happened around 8.30. um, I'm pretty sure that lines up with them blowing the 8-2 lead they had. Which means I think he left after they went down 11-8. And I've even thought about that. Like, man, what if they don't blow that lead and he stays to watch the rest of the game? Yeah. What if Tyler Rogers doesn't give up six ground ball singles in a row? Which is such a fucked up, like, line of thinking. Um, Because there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, of course not. And... There's so many, there's so many people every, like, 
you know, what's good for one maybe changes the course of somebody else's life. Anyways, it's on like a cosmic balance level. Um, you know, there's really no, no, there's no saying what's good, I guess, uh, universally, but yeah. God, I don't know why that made me think of this, but I remember this fucking weird moment I had this. I'm changing the subject over to my personal, you know, talking about my dad. Uh, we were in the Seattle cancer care Alliance, um, for his chemo. This was when, um, I, I was one of his first, maybe it was his first chemo session. And <laughs> there's this fucking beautiful view. You're sitting in this waiting room and the, the, the wall is windows and you're looking out on, uh, I think it's Queen Anne Hill in Seattle. And there's just like cars moving around. There's people walking on the sidewalks and it's like none of them have a clue that I'm sitting here with my, you know, at the time likely terminally ill dad just staring at them. And none of them know what's going on up in this building. Um, Like we're all just connected in a cosmic sense, but everybody's just doing their own thing. You don't know how, how other people are faring. And then I thought, and this was, this was, I don't know, this is some next level. Maybe I shouldn't be drinking because my brain's just all over the place, but cancer can take so long to fucking build up. You know, there's, there's somebody out there that I'm looking at walking on a sidewalk that has no idea that they probably got pancreatic cancer growing inside them right now. And they're just walking around. No idea that they're, they're a time bomb for both themselves and their families. Normalcy. Yeah. Kind of waiting to go off, turn everybody's lives upside down. I've um, had similar thoughts. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that I ever thought about stuff like that uh, before that. Yeah. But then it just dominates your thoughts. I just sit and think about it all the time. I've also had the thought of like, uh, you know, I'll have people message me and be like, my condolences. He was, you know, a great friend. And then like, as a motorcycle goes by, very nice. Good timing, buddy. Um, <laughs> they'll they'll send me their condolences and stuff. And then like, they'll, you know, they'll like post a meme to their Instagram story. And there's a part of me that's like, man, why aren't they as sad as I am? Like, yeah. why Why aren't they just completely devoid of motivation to enjoy anything like I am right now? Yeah. Yeah, and you want it to matter, like, that much to the whole world. Because it's the only thing that matters in your world. Yeah, because, I mean, to, to some people, it's been three days. Like, they're mostly over it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to get over this for the rest of my life. That's another yeah. thing I keep thinking about. I'm 23 years old. If I have, like, an average lifespan... I have like 60 years left without my brother. Yeah. That you're just going to be thinking that you should, that you mostly should have had, you know, he wasn't that much older than you. No. And so he was in fine health and we were about to move in together. Like he was, he had his demons and I was really hoping that moving in with him, we could do things to help him and help him get back on his feet and yeah. get better. Yeah, we're like gonna robbery. move in on June twelfth. Yeah, we've been talking about it yep. all the time. 
it's just it's it's the worst yeah yeah there's yeah I don't know like the only the only thing I can do is try to be the best person I can be and do things to honor him and be the man that he knew I was and continue being the man that he knew I was yeah you're a real good boy Jordan <laughs> yeah I'm a real good boy I'm gonna get um he had a ton of tattoos right yeah and I remember once distinctly like we had been drinking and we were hanging out and he was looking at his tattoos he was so proud of his tattoos because like he went to one of the best artists in northern Nevada and like spent a ton of money on them yeah. and he said what's your favorite tattoo of mine and I looked at him a little bit and I was like I think it's he had this um it's a rat king not like a rat king is in like their tails getting intertwined but literally like a rat in a king outfit it's a <laughs> traditional style like american traditional tattoo and i was like i think you're rat king like that's really cool and um tomorrow actually i'm going to go and get that same rat king tattooed on my forearm right where he had it by the same oh. guy who did all of his tattoos or almost all of his tattoos all of his american traditional tattoos were done by the same guy Oh, yeah. That would probably mean something to the tattoo artist, honestly. Yeah, they were fairly close. I mean, my brother my brother had to have paid that guy thousands of dollars throughout the years. And obviously, tattoos take a while. Like, he probably spent at least over 24 hours of his life sitting in that chair getting tattooed by that man. But I know how proud and happy he would be to see me get that tattoo like he he that would be straight up excited biggest passions in life yeah and he didn't know a lot of people who like tattoos as much as he did you know because they have some people think that having a lot of tattoos means you look like you're in a gang or you look like you're a criminal or whatever the fuck yeah uh, that stigma i feel like is on its way out thankfully it but, is but like but it's not it's not gone for sure and that feeling among people with tattoos is probably more there than it is among the populace. Because you just, I think that's a natural kind of human thing is to like worry about persecution like that. I just was never into them as much as he was. Uh, you're, are we still getting one? Yeah, fuck it. Also get one with you. We can get, we can get. Probably a smaller one. <laughs> yeah, these motherfuckers I, are expensive. <laughs> I just want to. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, not a, not a big one. Just that the the goose, the goose driving the car is still my preference. Yeah. That would probably cost like seventy dollars, honestly. Yeah, because when it's that small, they usually do it per piece, which is between like fifty and seventy. For or they, amount. or they have like a min, basically kind of a minimum. Like, oh, you're gonna come in and yeah, you know the whatever. This tattoo takes an hour, so we're gonna charge like a hundred bucks. Or whatever. Yeah. Or they do a piece price, yeah. Not a tattoo expert. Only one tattoo. I only have one too, but my brother had so fucking many, and my mom has like probably five or six. I don't know how many she has actually. She's thinking oh, about doing the that. same as me. Yeah, my mom oh, has no. two dolphins for my brother and I, which I'm sure there's I, I'm glad they're on her back, so she doesn't have to fucking look at them right now. Yeah. Um Everyone pretty much besides me has a porcupine on our foot because long story, but basically 
a friend of the family, actually Logan's best friend, my brother, my brother Logan's best friend, his sister drew a porcupine and told him he should get it as his next tattoo, and he did it. She was joking, but he did it because that's the kind of guy he is. And so everybody got that same porcupine. She has that. And then she has two tattoos for her mother, my grandmother, who passed away in 2017 of lung cancer. And like a rose on her ankle or something. Well, you should probably get the porcupine too, right? I'll get the fucking porcupine eventually. These things are expensive, Look, dude. Hey, all right. Fuck, I'm not trying to like put you on the spot, but <laughs> nah, I'm fucking that seems it. like the move. The one I have got it. takes up my entire right calf, and that was like $1,000. Fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's more tattoo than I got, man. I got Five like and a half hours of tattoo time at 120 an hour, and then tip. God, that seems like a lot. Tattoos are not cheap. No, not at all, dude. Um, Should we talk? I feel like we, if we're going to talk about grief and loss, we should... Shouldn't we talk about like humor, dark humor? Yeah, I assume absolutely. you've been making jokes this week. Oh, I've been I've been cracking some fucking yeah. beauties. Like is today, it, we were at the funeral. Is it distasteful? Home. Okay, I was gonna say, is no, it distasteful to ask you what they so. were? I don't know. No, not at all. Like, I, you know, my mom laughed, my dad laughed, my mom even said, "This is why we bring Jordan along," is because he <laughs> makes me laugh even in times yeah. like this. That's um, good. You gotta have somebody that does that. But, like, we were looking at the prices at the funeral home for these packages. It's, like, fucking $3,000 for the cremation and all this stuff. And I looked at it and I said, man, when I die, just throw me in the dumpster. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Let the rats have at me. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, that is, I guess that joke is why we bring Jordan along. (laughs) Throw his ass in the dumpster. And then the director lady that was helping us, like, went out for, like, she said it was going to be 10 to 15 minutes, and it took her, like, 40. And after, like, half hour, I was like, guys, what if what if the funeral director lady died? <laughs> <laughs> Which they also enjoyed. Jesus. I'd have had, honestly, I would have had trouble not making, like, I, to- I this is fucked, I guess I, I made a dark joke i told you to bring up folgers can uh yeah so. they're actually fucking because so they want to he's getting cremated and they want to put him in a san francisco giant's urn which isn't something that the funeral home sells but something they're gonna buy online mm-hmm. and um like with the package it includes like a temporary urn a temporary holding casket the casket's literally a cardboard box how much do they charge you for it? It's included in the package. I don't know oh, how much it would be a la carte, but probably like $200. God. Like we're getting little stainless steel necklaces with his fingerprint. And like they're literally just stainless steel with a little in- like raised fingerprint inscription. And those are 275 each. Fuck. It's ridiculous. It's honestly really predatory. It's like health and or it's like healthcare and the fact that it's inelastic like inherently yeah because of course like of course it's worth 275 dollars to have a necklace yeah, of my yeah. brother's fingerprint yeah well the but, market's the market's fucked you don't have a choice like yeah exactly you take but, it or like, leave it the actual labor and like the service that's being offered for that is not near worth 275 dollars 
No. Not if it's made out of stainless steel. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Or maybe it's silver, but I doubt it's fucking high quality mm. silver if it is. Yeah. Well, I don't know a lot about silver. No. So either way, man, I didn't even know there was no different qualities way. of silver. I honestly don't know that there is. I'm over here in the silver state. I'm just talking out of my ass like usual, but <laughs> you know Nevada what I mean. The, is Nevada the silver state? Yes, it is. Huh. Nevada is the silver state. That is our yeah, like Nevada. motto or whatever. Hmm. Or state stuff. tagline, whatever the fuck it's called. Tagline. I don't yeah. even know my own state's tagline. I didn't know they had taglines for states. I don't know. What is Washington's tagline? I don't, now I gotta fucking I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know that people need to sit around and listen to us and Google what is Washington's tagline. It rains here. That's probably it. You know what? Our tagline's probably, it doesn't rain as much as you think. I feel like that'd be appropriate. By and by is the motto of Washington. The fuck does that mean? By and by. It looks like it was originally native because it says Alki, which means oh, by and by. Okay. That's okay. a, yeah, we got it. Yeah, okay. That's a native thing. Okay. Well, that's cool, I guess. Which evolved to mean into the future. Oh. Huh. All right. Well, we're getting educated yeah, here. Makes sense. Yeah. Fucking Seattle's yeah. a tech hub. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm sure it was a tech hub when they came up with that. Yeah, dude, totally. Yeah. But stick and rock is still tech, technically. Yeah, actually, yeah. You can get pretty loose with the definition of technology, really technology been around for quite some time um well shit man um i don't know am i feeling processed process what do you mean you know like feel like we got out (laughs) that sounds fucked up like are you done yet jordan no, I know what you mean though. Like, yeah. this, we 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 didn't have any sort of like plan. There's for this. no set list, so I don't know when we're when done. Normally, we know when we're done, and I don't know when we're done. Turns out I need yeah, a I, I think, finish line. I think the reason for that is because like this is just this is one of those things that you just yeah. you never figure it out. No, that's what everybody tells me. Everybody's like, yeah. I lost so-and-so however many years ago, and I've never really gotten over it. And it's like, I appreciate your honesty, but damn. Like, yeah. It's just, just going to feel like this forever. You never, yeah. The short answer is, yeah. I Like I said, like, and obviously you know this, um, but, like, it's been a year and a half since my, my dad died. And we had, he was a 70-year-old man, and I had four months figure out that he was going to die. You know what I mean? We found out in August, this dude's got stage four pancreatic cancer. It's in his body. Uh, and, and I still am fucked up by that. I don't go a week without crying in my car. You know, if I'm alone for too long and I think of it, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. And, I don't want to, this is going to be in my, I guess it's fucked up because I'm basically telling you you're extra fucked. But if, if I got four months to get over a 70 year old man dying, um, you, you know, a shocking, honestly shocking, surprising passing of your brother who is half that age, not even half that age. Uh, your brain's probably going to struggle for quite some time to wrap its head around this. My guy. 
Yeah, as, I know. as unfair I know as that is. Long haul. As unfair as that is. God, man, the nights really are the worst. You have no yeah. distractions. You have to just be no. in your own fucking head. That's why yeah. I've been taking sleeping pills. Oh, I mean, it's the I only get way it. I'm not to here. Sleep. Yeah, I mean, I'm not here to judge, but that does suck. Do what you got to do. Um, but yeah, because you can't. You you start to feel like you can't just keep bothering people. You know. Like, yeah. He, thankfully, he had a lot of friends, and a lot of his friends were my friends too. And like I'm, I feel like I'm gonna be closer than ever with them. In fact, on Sunday, I don't know if I told you this. Um, this might be your first time hearing this. On Sunday, we are going to the Limp Biscuit concert in Reno <laughs> to honor my brother. No, you definitely told me that Limp Biscuit. Yeah. And the last conversation he had with one of our friends was about how he wanted to go to the Limp Biscuit show in Reno. Dope. Do you have his ashes back yet? You could bring him. No, no, we, we won't have his ashes back for a few <laughs> no. weeks. There, that's a slow process, apparently. Bummer. You take him next time. Next time, when biscuits in town. We'll get like a. We'll yeah. make you when you're up here in Washington. We'll make a little locket. I don't. I fucking hate Limp Biscuit, man. I really do. But you it's don't not act about like me. you wouldn't. Yeah, you. Yeah, you go. Of course, maybe I it'll will. be. Maybe it'll be. First off, maybe you'll like the show. You'd be like, holy shit, turns out Limp Biscuit fucking slaps live. That's not happening. But <laughs> You don't know well, that? We I we do I mean I plan on drinking like, you know, not to excess. Yeah. But yeah, like, maybe to excess. I don't know. Fuck it. Semi reasonable. Uh and that means I'm gonna have a fresh tattoo at the Limp Biscuit show too. Hopefully it doesn't get fucked up. Yeah, you're gonna be like moshing or something. His well, his friend wanted me to go into the mosh pit, and I already told him no. But now I actually have a decent excuse. Have yeah, oh true. Have you gone moshing before? No, I don't go in the pit. Uh, it's kind of fucking lame. There's, honestly, because well, oh, there's two kinds of pits though. There's like, well, I don't know since the Astro World tragedy, which God, that's another fucking level of grief. Since it's a fun event, but um, like. There's the mosh pits where dudes jump around on like one leg and do air karate and nobody hardly hits each other. And then there's the old school mosh pits, which are hard to come by nowadays. And I've only ever seen it at Denzel Curry show of all places where you have like 16 to 20 year olds in an all out melee fucking trampling each other and hitting each other in the face and breaking each other's noses and shit. Which are like the classic hardcore punk mosh pits, which, from what I've seen, I've been to a lot of shows, only existed in hardcore hip-hop up until a few years ago. Like I said, now with the Astroworld tragedy, I would be surprised if you see one of those again for a long time, if ever. Yeah. Uh, The only time I was in a mosh pit was at a CKY show, Um, and I did hit the 16 No way, we've been watching Jackass. I know, yeah. You know what? That was one of the first shows I went to. Um, if you I don't know, count, people actually like CKY. To... I don't know that I liked CKY. If I'm being they honest, they have that one really good song. With that you know what? Nice their, ass riff. Their cover. Oh yeah, the, I know the one you're talking about. But the you know the one the draw for me was their cover of the uh, Halloween theme. Uh, they did, and I quite liked that. But you can't oh, even yeah? find it. I haven't heard it. Yeah, I probably haven't heard it in 20 years because I I can't find it. Like literally, just can't find it to listen to. But uh, Probably quick Google would load it up. 
but uh, we can we can add it to our cover episode which i guess oh. we'll do next week or something yeah. i don't know yeah yeah i yeah i mean assuming well it's your call man obviously we're we don't have to jump back into anything but i gotta go back to my life yeah i already i'm already kind of jonesing to go back to my life but like i don't want to rush it dude you know what that's not to launch us right back into talking about shit but that is something that and we're at very different stages of processing um you know the passing of my dad passing of your brother very different stages but i suspect you'll probably cross this bridge. Maybe you already are. Sometimes you have moments where, um, I feel bad for getting over it. Like I, like I almost miss being devastated. Yeah. Cause it just felt like it meant so much. And, and then it feels like, well, if I'm not devastated every day, am I forgetting my dad? Do I not care anymore? Uh, which it seems like it when I say it, it sounds crazy, but like when I'm, when it's in my head, it feels very, very real and tangible. The feeling of like, I need to be devastated. You know, I need to, because nobody else is even talking about it. You know, I'm like, I don't hear about my dad every day. I did for a while after he passed. And then it's like, everybody moves on and it's just you yourself and the grief. And it's like, that's the last thing remaining of them is, is you thinking about them all the time and when that stops what well, kind of freaks me out sometimes you know like i don't want to stop being moved to tears by missing my dad i mean like i said i rationalize it by he wouldn't want you to be sad all the time for him he would want you to sure. move on with your life and be happy and have good experiences. But sure. I, I have felt that a little bit already, like a little part of me. Like today even, I was the only one not crying. And I've almost mm-hmm. never seen my dad cry in my life. And even he's been crying through this whole thing. Um, And yeah. like at the funeral home, I was the only one not crying, cracking jokes and shit. And there was a brief moment of like, God, am I already over this? But of course I'm not. I just like. Yeah. yeah that's always how i've been i've always dealt with death pretty well i've always dealt with shit like this pretty well you just keep fucking moving forward and life will yeah. continue to throw more at you and you just Fuck it's yeah. like uh let's see I'm, I'm gonna get to slip an mma reference in, in here i know how much you love that yeah, it's like gonna... the korean zombie or one of the diaz brothers just continually walking forward as they get their face put into hamburger that's Jesus. how i think of life sometimes <laughs> they call them the zombie brothers because they keep did you say zombie brothers no. The Korean, the, the Korean zombie. The Korean zombie or <laughs> the Diaz it brothers. It didn't mean anything to me, so my brain just put it all into the fucking blender. Yes, they call him the Korean zombie because he continues to move forward pretty much no matter what. He's almost never been stopped in his career. Like He will just continually take punches and push the pace and move forward. Hmm. That's kind of how you got to deal with life. Yeah. That's how I deal with life. It works for me. Yeah, dude, when I, um, when I, it's like 2019 was the fucked up year. The wife left and the dad died. And I used to joke, this is kind of, um, I would just say like, yeah, you just fucking keep waking up. If you just wake up every day, you're good. Just keep being alive. And the rest takes care of itself. You know? I don't know. So yeah, man. 
that's kind of the way I look at it. Like, you can dwell in the past, you can do all this shit, but it doesn't change anything. Mm-mm-mm. And that's what sucks about it, because <laughs> I wish I could change everything. God, it'd be so nice. Change what you can. Let go of what you can't. I think that's real close to some saying people say. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Meh. Wanna, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Fuck it. It's- Let's bowl, think, dude. Let's bowl. <laughs> I, th- I think I think we've we've said enough. Though. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to keep rambling, even though this is a serious topic. Yeah. And this is like this is probably just a therapy session for us that we're gonna record and put out in the airwaves. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Still, yeah. I want people who listen to not just have to listen to us ramble about how much we've missed our deceased yeah. loved ones for an hour. Mm-mm. We're pushing forty minutes. If you miss somebody, just know that we uh, we get it, dude. It ain't easy. Everybody misses somebody, and if you don't miss anybody yet, you will someday, as sad as that is. God will you. And if you ain't missing somebody someday, you'll be the one they miss, which is just as sad. So, yeah. Fuck it all. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later next week.